0: And we are back with another episode of Boots to Podcast. And with us today is junior Peyton Rayburn. Peyton, thank you for joining us today. Hi. No, it's it, 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 you're outside. It's beautiful here in Oxford today.
1: Yes. Got to enjoy the sun while it lasts in case we get another lovely rainstorm.
0: Oh, God, to love the rainstorms. I love the rainstorms. But well, that's okay. They're normally relatively short, and then we kind of get back to the warm weather and sunshine like you have in your background today. So you might have one of the more popular nicknames on the team, I know the team calls you Pepe, (laughs) as far as that goes. Did that start here, like at Miami, or was that coming, you know, before?
1: Uh, So some people had definitely called me that before, on Mm. and off. Uh, There was one girl specifically in high school who always called me Pepe Ray Ray. Yeah, Mm. same in there too. Okay. It wasn't really a thing until the end of freshman year here, though. I think Bree kind of started it <laughs> at tail end, like right before Max, and it's just kind of hung around ever since. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's always you know if you're ever on deck at a practice, you hear Pepe, pay, pay, you know, very very loudly. That, <laughs> that and Paul are, amongst others, are very popular nicknames with the team. Team. So you grew up. Uh, in Rockford Michigan which is about 20 to 30 minutes outside of Grand Rapids yeah so I've heard downtown Grand Rapids is, is a pretty cool place do you have any fun places like to go to down there, whether that's restaurant or just overall fun activities to do in downtown GR
1: um I have to say probably my favorite thing not that I get to go anymore because it's not during summer or anything but they do this giant art contest every year in the fall and so just everywhere you walk around downtown there's different sorts of art installations and there's like a huge voting app and stuff it's just a really cool thing to see because like I know like my elementary art teacher like always had like his own display so we always had to go see it every year and like there was just so many cool things some people would incorporate the river or like certain buildings there was kinds of sculptures and paintings like it was just really fun to see so
0: that's awesome and it's definitely unique you know I, I was thinking yeah. like oh like my favorite restaurant's there or something like that but you went <laughs> the box uh, which is well
1: there's just too many good restaurants like I can't think of just one
0: it's also
1: fair. barbecue it's not necessarily downtown it's a little mm-hmm. on the side of Grand Rapids but to Scott's barbecue they have the best corn muffins every time I go home like for Christmas or anything I'm like we're doing an order, and I'm getting some muffins
0: <laughs> that's fair that's fair. No, I mean hey, nothing wrong with a good corn muffin every now and again that sounds yes. that sounds pretty special that's awesome, <laughs> so you know, growing up in Michigan, I think actually by the time you, you probably in elementary or middle school, I mean, University of Michigan on the- you know they had Phelps, they had all these great athletes there, so I imagined the swim scene in Michigan. Has always been very good, but I feel like the time you were growing up, it just got so much better because of Michael being there for a couple of years.
1: Yeah. I mean, we definitely have just a ton of teams in general in Michigan and there is like Michigan for college. Like that's something kind of every swimmer was like, oh, like I want to go to Michigan one day and swim there. We're all little, like that's the goal. Um, And then I feel like also just like how many lakes we have, like a lot kids just end up in swimming because like it's an easy sport to do for like safety that like their parents can feel better about (laughs) so
0: that's fair that's fair so you're speaking of lakes and everything uh this is more of like a would you rather michigan edition Uh, would you rather go to the sleeping bear dunes or go up to the up
1: oh that's hard (laughs) I feel like there's just, UP is a really broad place, right, mm-hmm. so a ton of things to do there. Like, Pictured Rocks, absolutely gorgeous. Like, I would so love to kayak along it one day. Mm-hmm. Um, last time I went, we just did, like, the little boat that they'll take you and tour around, but, like, I want to <laughs> okay. do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Sleeping Bear Dunes is absolutely incredible, though. Um, because it's right on Lake Michigan and then inland, you have some beautiful spring Fred lakes that are just like crystal clear. So, I mean, I've had really cool experiences at both and like, I love to visit, but I don't, I don't think I could pick one.
0: <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. No, I mean, you know, you hear the incredible stories about the, the sand dunes and just the views and all that stuff. And then I know yes. see Mackinac Island's a big part of that. And I know you know there' are the stories you hear about the fudge and all that there's just you know outside yeah of-
1: I know earlier in the fall, I ended up taking Camila home with mm-hmm. me during like one of the kind of quarantine phases, mm-hmm. and we didn't go to sleeping bear dunes, but we went to another like state park with dunes and we made her climb them. <laughs> she hated it so much. she was like, "This is terrible because you sink down in the sand as you walk." But it was so much fun, and it was one where they have uh, like a car track, like for off-roading and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So we stand up on top of a dune and like watch them do that. So that's
0: phenomenal. Uh, that's, I that's that's an experience. I I would love to see y'all. You know, go up that. You know, uh, <laughs> that I I can just imagine Camila complaining about that, which is which is awesome. <laughs> which is it's just, it, that'd be funny for sure. Funny. For sure. So another pretty big Michigan thing and just you know people that live is driving their cars across lakes when it gets cold enough now I'm in Atlantic I'm like that sounds nuts but I know especially with the UP people drive across all the time have you ever done something like that before with your family or just yourself
1: I have not just as okay. I don't generally trust the ice <laughs> right fair. that person we're like I like a car just weighs so much hmm like I just wouldn't wanna take that risk. But I mean, I've definitely walked out on a lot of the lakes by us when they're frozen and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Normally after people start ice fishing, that's when I'm like, Okay, it's totally fine now. But right.
0: <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, yeah, You're not the first. <laughs> you're not you're not taking that risk. But once it seems safe, you're like, Okay, we can do Yeah. That. Which is smart. We're just smart of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So, you know, let's let's talk about how you got into the sport. You know, in Michigan, like was that something that your parents are like, you just have to do, or like you just like, hey, I want to kind of try this out. Like talk, like walk me through the first <laughs> chapter of your swimming career.
1: Um, so I mean, I started swim lessons when I was like quite young. I think mm-hmm. I did, like the mommy and me, or like daddy and me, because I did it with my dad. Swim mm-hmm. lessons at like eight months ish just because there was so much water in the area and like my dad had done swimming a little bit in high school. So he was just kind of like, well, we need to do something for water safety. Um, and I mean, I obviously don't remember it cause I was <laughs> really little, but from what they say, I really, really loved it. And like we have all these videos of me just splashing around. So I kind of always did swim lessons. Like even as I would try other sports, like I did soccer, some dance stuff uh like cross country I just kind of always was also doing swimming um and I tried out for the club team in my hometown when I was seven Uh, I like begged my parents to let me do it and they were like we're not sure you're ready like what if you don't make it and I was like it's fine like I want to do it uh so I got on the team you know obviously little baby juniors Uh, My mom thinks it's hilarious because, like, in swim lessons, I had learned freestyle and backstroke, right, but not fly or breast. Mm -hmm. So, like, they made us do all four strokes during tryouts. Instead of asking what they were, I just made up strokes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I got on (laughs) and then learned them. So, now that I swim them here, and no one's probably ever seen me do them on this team, but I can legally, so...
0: That's fair. That's fair. Maybe we'll do some some team IM sets in the offseason to see. Just see that would
1: hurt. <laughs> it'd be fun. It'd
0: be good. I, I would think it'd be fun. I don't know about y'all, but I would. <laughs> some
1: people I think if some it was like stuff. an easy IM set, like it'd be fun just to see everyone do all the four-stroke. Mm-hmm. If it was like an IM IM set, like our actual IM groups do, be really well for anyone. So.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I'm not, I'm not saying we do a Tuesday, Thursday, I am set workout, but yeah, I think just like a nice loose, you know, on 20 seconds rest, let's just see what we can do. That, that would be enjoyable. I I think that would be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yes. All right. So, you know, you got the club scene and we actually just talked about this yesterday, but most kids, you know, eight, to 10, they have those shark fin caps. I know we just talked about this yesterday. I know you weren't really, sure you have one, but you borrowed them. Like talk about, that like that, was that just something you just enjoyed or like you were like this is just fun like let's let's give it a go. Well,
1: like my team just we had a lot of like club caps so like <laughs> we wore those at meets obviously. Right. Mine always said Bubba because that's like my family nickname. Okay. But but then like for practice like I would get cool caps. Mm-hmm. I know. Especially in middle school, there was like this jester hat cap that I was like absolutely obsessed with. Like I had probably six or seven of them because I kept ripping them. Mm-hmm. That was what I wore for a water polo as well. So it just it got a lot of use. But the shark fins, my mom just like wasn't a big fan. Like she thought it was stupid and would slow you down. So she was like, I don't see why you want it. So I just never really got one. But like sometimes I'd convince people to trade with me during practice And, like, it feels really weird, honestly, like, if you can feel it when you're swimming. But I thought it was funny. So I liked the idea of having a little fin when I was swimming, especially since, like, I don't know. I never really had, like, a giant bun on top of my head like some swimmers do. Mm -hmm. So I felt like it gave me, like, that look. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to rock it. (laughs)
0: Hey, sometimes it is all about this, you know, the the mental side of things. Just You know, it's the whole, you know, you – Swim fast to stay loose, and you stay loose to swim fast, and whatever that works, yes. whether it's shark fin caps or whatever. Hey, if it works, <laughs> it works, and that's awesome. That's awesome. So, then when did you really start to grow a passion for the sport? Was it at age seven when you got onto your club team, or was that later on in your career?
1: Yeah, I mean, I kind of just always loved swimming. Like, once I started it, like the, the, the longest break I ever had was during last quarter, like last quarantine when mm-hmm. we the world kind of shut down for a few months there like that was by far my longest time out of the pool. Right. Um yeah, I, I just I loved the sport. I liked being able to compete and like especially I don't know if it's like huge everywhere else but like I grew up with a lot of friends on different club teams and kind of just that social aspect was great. Um I ended up I ended up on a different club when I like a little before I turned 13, I think. Um, a lot bigger had a lot more kids my age and so like some of my best friends to this day like are still from that club so yeah I just swimming's great and I love it so still doing it
0: <laughs> that's true that's true and we're, we're very happy you're doing it you know for more than one reason just having you on the team has been awesome you know both inside and outside the water we've definitely enjoyed that um, We definitely enjoyed that so you know you get to high school so on your junior year, you start getting emails and phone calls and texts and just coaches showing up to club practice. So, you know, walk us through how your recruiting process was and how you ultimately ended up here at Miami.
1: Uh, recruiting process was kind of really just overwhelming. Like that was a big thing. Um, my parents kind of pushed me to start sending emails like a little early just because they were like, it'll help you get a bit ahead maybe. And like, you wouldn't get that huge wave, you know, like right when everything comes available, which I think did help. Um, but I just remember the first day that coaches could call, I was supposed to be at like my cousin's house and we were having like a big, like summer get together of the family, which we do like once every other year. And I was like sitting in the car for like 20 minutes after we got there, just taking all these calls and my uncle came out and was like knocking on the window and was like, what are you doing? And i like, I can't leave. Like I got to take this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, recruiting process. I mean, it was really fun. Honestly, I ended up taking four official visits. The third one was to Miami and Before, like, Holly reached out to me, I really hadn't heard of the school before. (laughs) I was definitely one of those people that was, like, Miami, Florida, like, what? (laughs) But, you know, figured it out, like, did research on the school, like, academically, obviously. It's a great school, and they had what I wanted for programs. So I was, like, okay, yeah, like, it's still on the list. Um, And then Holly just kind of really sold, like, the team atmosphere and was, like, need to come check it out. So I did. And the official visit was just like absolutely amazing. Like it was ridiculously hot while I was here. So all of what we did, like we were like sprinting from one place to another, just trying Mm -hmm. to stay in the AC. But like I stayed with uh, Izzy Herb Mm -hmm. in actually. So I got like the nice bedroom, like not stuck in like candy. Like it was great. Mm -hmm. I just loved it so much. And, like, really could see myself on the team. And, like, also it was one of those places where it was, like, if for some reason I can't swim for a while, like, if I get hurt, like, I'd still like the school, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, So, like, my dad picked me up, like, at the end of the visit. And I was, like, I love it here. Like, this is where I'm going. And they were, like, you have one more visit. Like, Mm -hmm. are you going to go on? Like, you should just take it just to see. So I did. Mm -hmm. Like, nope. I'm going to Miami, like called Polly on my way home from that last recruiting visit and was like, hi, can I come here? Like, can I sign up? <laughs> So, yeah.
0: No, I mean, that's that's awesome, you know, and that's a great story and we're glad you found <laughs> you home here in Oxford, you know, that's, that's awesome, that's awesome. So, you know, so you, you know, you commit, that's awesome. And then you, I, we do a big thing here where orientation week, you know, we try to get all the incoming class together time yes uh so i think that happened with your class right you guys all were here to
1: yeah it wasn't quite all of us okay. i think there were a few girls who ended up like the trip before us like mm-hmm. a day or two and we like saw them come in as like we were like <laughs> just missed each other like said hi in armstrong or something but okay. yeah a lot of our class here the same weekend and it was really nice because some of the classmen came and like picked us up and brought us back to their house just to kind of like meet some more people on the team and hang out for a bit so I mean we didn't do like the whole visit obviously like we kind of skipped parts of orientation but it was a really nice weekend and I feel like it really helped us like fit in a bit better when we did end up getting here in the summer like just that extra experience with the team and the play, like the school so
0: Mm -hmm. That's fair. That's fair. And that's, that's awesome. So did you know any of your teammates prior to getting to Miami?
1: Uh, There were some who were on my recruiting trip. Okay. Like Alex Temple, Sydney Mm -hmm. Colburn, Ryan Segoe, Brandon Chris. Like we were all on the same recruiting trip. So Mm -hmm. like I knew them a bit when we came for like orientation and like when we got here in the fall Um, but I know orientation was where I met most of my grade. And my favorite memory is, uh, Anna Martin walking up to me, uh, as we're all sitting together and going, you're the other breaststroke recruit, right? And I'm just like, no, (laughs) like that's so incorrect. She was like so convinced too. And she felt so bad about it. And like, whenever it comes up now, she's like, you just look like you could be good at breaststroke. <laughs>
0: so. There you go. We're getting a third stroke for Peyton, you know, breaststroke. <laughs> Senior year, it'll be fun. it would be fun. And that would, that, no, that's awesome, though. That, that's a great story. Y'all have forever, which is, which is fantastic. Which is fantastic. So you have found. Incredible way to balance both being an athlete and a student, you know. And you got recognized for that last year, making the All-Academic MAC team. So talk about how you've been able to be a phenomenal athlete you know, in the water, weights, all that stuff, and then you are double majoring. Is that correct?
1: Yes, I. I came in with just the one major, just history. And then I kind of finished it, so I added another one to kind of, like, do the full four years. Mm-hmm. And, like, it does make me more, like, desirable for law school applications and stuff, so, like, it doesn't hurt to have another major. And I had SOSH as a minor, so I kind of just turned it up, and just taking a few more classes. Like, it's not a huge extra commitment, so. That's fair.
0: That's fair. So talk about how you – have managed both being an athlete and a student at both a very, very low level.
1: Yeah, like, I feel like it's kind of something that swimmers are always pretty good at just because, like, we've been doing it for so long, most of us. Like, swimming is a year-round sport. You never really get that, like, long break where you're like, oh, like, I'm just doing class right now. So, I don't Like, I feel like I kind of just do the same things that I do, like, did in high school and, like, middle school. Like, just – I – swim and then when I get home, like I have whatever time I have, like I get done what needs to get done. Um I know I tend to be that person who like likes to be early on a lot of due dates. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of am always working on something. But I mean it works. It gets done. So
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, you know it works for you and that's awesome. And you know obviously it's paid off, you know, as far as you know getting recognized for your academic achievements. Which is really cool, and I couldn't imagine being a double major and swimming. That's just that. That's awesome. You're able to do that, which is which is really cool. And so, would you say? I mean, our women's team GPA, as you know, is always been really high as long as I've been here. I think this past semester we were what three eight. Yeah,
1: team. like we've been crushing
0: it. <laughs> yeah. So is that like? is that something like you as a team will talk about or is that just kind of the expectation like hey you know we're not only going to kick butt in the pool we're going to kick butt in the classroom
1: yeah I think it's kind of more of an expectation like we'll talk about it during our goal meetings like when we do Holly and kind of just individually and we'll be like this is like a collective GPA that we want to hit like we want to up here and like 3-8 like that's amazing but like we don't want it to fall now you know so I think it's just kind of that expectation of the team is like we want to be awesome in the pool, but like we're here to be students also. So we should be focusing on that and getting what we need to done and setting ourselves up so that like when we're graduated and done with swimming, like we can find jobs and like live our lives. So
0: <laughs> that's, that's a fair point. Living your life, yes, that sounds
1: something
0: <laughs> we should all we should all do after graduation, which is great. yes. <laughs> ah, you're, pretty set up for success. You talked you mentioned about law school earlier. Well, how's that path looking? Have you started taking the LSAT and have you thought about what you want to pursue once you get to law school?
1: Um, so I took the LSAT for the first time in February. Mm-hmm. Which is earlier than generally recommended, but I was like with all of like swimming and stuff that I have going on, like I feel like it'd be nice to get one done. And if I have to take it again, like I have a lot of time to fit that in.
0: Right.
1: So I took it and I was like, I got a score that like, I'm happy with, like not ecstatic about, but like I'll get. And so I'm still deciding whether I'm going to take the LSAT again, maybe this summer. Okay. Um, But yeah, I've started looking at law schools. The process is kind of like something that happens during senior year. So I'm not like really doing law school interviews or like applying or anything yet but the program that I'm really interested in at the moment is international and comparative law okay like a super common program at a lot of law schools so that lifts the field a bit and I want to make sure that like if I pick a school and then like change what I want to do like they still are good at other programs as well so I'm kind of Doing a lot of research on schools and sorting through that right now.
0: That's fair. That's fair. So with this law, well, so you would you would practice law as well, right? You're not just getting your law degree. Yeah. You want to practice. Okay. okay.
1: Yeah, I would practice law. <laughs>
0: nice, nice. That's how It has a great lawyer Peyton has a great ring to it. Um, <laughs> that'd be awesome. So then, what would be the dream? You know, like dream job. You know, at some point in your life, maybe not right after law school, but somewhere down the line.
1: Uh, so if I stick with the program that I really want to do right now, the dream job would be someday to work with the UN and do human rights issues Okay. and kind of just be talking like international law stuff, which is just like insane. And it's like a super limited group of people that get to do that. And with degree, it'd be more likely that I end up doing like international business law and like companies navigate like import export stuff but yeah
0: <laughs> no that sounds interesting that's very cool and i think anytime you know, you want to work for the un that's a pretty awesome goal to have and i'm sure you'll you'll be there and you'll be making headlines in no time <laughs> no time which is awesome which is awesome so now you know we're going to head back to the pool a little bit you have a unique training group because you're not just with one group all the time there are some days you do you know stroke work with the backstroke and then some days you do freestyle work you know as far as that goes and I know you're with a variety of coaches so how have you enjoyed not just being stuck in one training group but you kind of get to spread your things out a little bit and get to train with multiple people
1: I really enjoy it um the past two years I have been way majority freestyle so training backstroke is pretty new this year And I feel like it really helps just kind of block out the week, you know, where I'm not just like only doing one thing and like I'll train different yardages and with different coaches and different styles of practices. Like it really helps me focus on different aspects of my own stroke. Like when I'm with Zach, I feel like on the Tuesday, Thursday mornings where it's more sprint oriented, like I feel like. I end up thinking a lot more about the little details, like my underwaters and my turns. Maybe we do some start work. Like that stuff kind of takes precedent where when we're doing like the stroke work on Monday and Friday afternoons, like that's all pace. Like, it's just, I need to figure out how I can like hold the most water and stay efficient and like be able to do a longer race, like the 200 backstroke. So I don't know. I feel like it helps me be like a more well-rounded athlete, at least personally. I know Mm -hmm. some. Do better when they are with one coach and have that consistency but I think that's something Miami does well is kind of helping people figure out what they need and giving it to them rather than like one mold for everyone so
0: yeah yeah that's awesome and I know you've said this a bunch of staff you know we like having these meetings with you like one-on-one you know or like with coach Holly, the group coach and then yourself and kind of work out your own Game plan, You know, it's kind of like going to Chipotle. You know, everyone's got a different order. <laughs> that's how we do our, you know, with training groups. You know, you might be with yeah. the same coach all the time and that's just how it is. But there's also times where, you know, someone will be with Coach Holly for X practices. You'll be with Coach Zach for Y practices. And then, you know, Coach Jake for Z practices. So it really just depends on <laughs> all of your events and everything. But no, that's, yeah. that's awesome. That's awesome. So what will you say has been your favorite part of, adding backstroke to training
1: this year um I think really just getting to do some backstroke races like I know yesterday at the meet against OU and Toledo like I got to race backstroke Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's just really nice because before high school and college like I really did train backstroke and freestyle like I did I am like it really pulls me back to kind of that club atmosphere where I mean obviously we're not in club but just like more opportunity to do other things and i think this kind of helps me stay positive and like focused on what i'm doing rather than like i only swim the 200 freestyle and if i have a bad day in that race like i'm of no value to the team and then get really dramatic about it you know so yeah
0: <laughs> no i mean hey adding adding more events like you said it can definitely you know Get pressure off the 200 free, and then you like okay, like that might not have gone well, but I can do the 100 free. I can do both backstrokes. You know, yeah. Add a little more to your repertoire, which is which is always nice to have in your back pocket, as far as that goes. And as you mentioned, you know, we're recording this on a Sunday. We just swam, <laughs> you know, uh, yesterday. Pretty big win, on you know, against both teams. Talk about your highlights from the meet. You know, as yourself and as team what do you think went really well
1: I think our team atmosphere was just like really (laughs) good I know going into it we've had two weeks of really hard training like we're coming up on taper so we're at like that really high yardage and intensity right now and I know like before the meet it was warm enough where we could like roll out and stretch out outside on the courtyard and like we did a ton of, like, temporary tattoos to do, like, some school pride stuff. I think we did a really good job of just rallying together, and that made the meet really exciting for me personally because, like, I know going in, I was kind of just like, oh, no, like, I don't know how we're going to do, like, <laughs> pulling it together here, and then we just blew everyone out of the water. So I was really excited about that. And then, like I mentioned, I got to do backstroke. I was, like, pretty much all backstroke which hasn't happened before in college. So it was just like really exciting going in to do that. Um, I had like my best ever 50 back time, which I mean, wasn't like an amazing time, but the 50 back is kind of not my thing. So I was really happy about that. And then like the 100 back went pretty well too. 200 back, I was hoping for a bit better, but like I, don't, I mean, I was right on, like, my best time. So I think just, like, the meet showed a lot for, like, consistency and just, like, the team as a whole being able to push through, like, all of our soreness and pain from all of the hard training and just kind of, like, show what we had in the tank. So.
0: Well, I mean, the tank seems you know, you had no idea about our training week. It seemed pretty full with how we swam yesterday. So that yeah. was awesome to see in person. So, you know, this is your junior year. You had, you know, a year and three quarters, you
1: know,
0: (laughs) you know, with the team. Uh, What were some of your favorite memories and their highlights, you know, maybe inside and outside the water with your team?
1: It's hard to choose because really just like freshman and sophomore year, like you live in the dorms with your grade, like you're just always together. You're always doing something So, like, there's just so many memories of, like, the weird crap we did, especially during J-Term. But I have to say, like, freshman year, we did this giant snowball fight during J-Term, like, out in the court, or out in the, like, quad behind Anderson. Like, that was just a great day, because I know J-Term gets really hard with all the, like, rough training and just to get to do that with the whole team and like see everyone happy and smiling and then like chuck a snowball on someone's face. Like it, it was just great. So that was, yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite memories, but yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. No, that's, that's, that's fantastic. And then, you know, we're like you alluded to, we're close to taper, which means we are close to max. It's hard to believe that, you know, it's less than four weeks away. What would you say you are most looking forward to for, you know, from yourself and then from the team?
1: Uh, for myself, I'm honestly just really excited to see what I end up swimming, like what Holly and all of you guys coaches pick for me, just, I do have more races kind of lined up this year and like, I don't know which ones are going to be like the final cut Mm -hmm. excited to see that. And then like what I can do in them, because I don't know, I feel like I've been having a pretty good year and like training's been going really well. So I think I'm going to have some really good swims. Like I'm excited for that. And then just, I love Max and getting to see the team rally together and cheer, especially at like finals when not everyone has a race, but still like you're there for the team and like you're going to be upstanding the whole time we have someone swimming. Like, it's just a really good moment for like the team to kind of come together and like, I don't just show like how close we are and like how much we care about each other. So, yeah.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And I know our women's team, you guys have definitely had your fun at Max. I think last year, right? Wasn't the crowns from yes,
1: uh, we had the Burger King crowns.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you guys definitely kept it loose and it paid off, and that was awesome. And I think me personally, I'm most excited for the shorter travel. You know, that sounds a little selfish, but, you know. I just think that four hour ride to the you know. Landy, where Eastern is, is a lot better than driving 10, 11 hours to Buffalo.
1: Yes, and the ride to Buffalo was rough. <laughs> it was long. But on the way there, we stopped for Olive Garden, like, halfway. So, I think that made us a lot happier. I mean, Olive Garden tends to be the way to a summer's heart. And then on the way home, like, we got to eat pizza and blast some music and just be, like, like we did it. Like, the meat's over. Like, the season's done. Like, we made it through and, like, kicked some ass. So, Sorry.
0: All, all good. All good. No worries. That's awesome. That is awesome. I love that. So now, we you know, we're at the last part, the rapid-fire part. Are you uh you ready to go? Yeah. All right. So I have to ask, I mean, as you know, I have family in Michigan. You're from Michigan. The biggest rivalry in the state is Michigan, Michigan State. Which way do you lean?
1: I tend to cheer for Michigan, but I am not, like, a super fanatic fan. Mm-hmm when people get really heated like in high school and stuff for the football game like I would just kind of stay out of it
0: <laughs> that's fair that's fair I get that I get that no my family is very divided on that so I'm I, I think
1: just like with swimming like you gotta be for Michigan you know like they've always had that team so
0: yeah yeah really good and they swam really well this past weekend and civil a's well so yeah they're doing well they're doing well uh, another michigan thing it's very only michigan is you know every couple miles or so people have conies you know everyone's got their coney restaurant what's what's your go-to
1: uh honestly i can't eat anything there i'm allergic to their food
0: oh that is that's unfortunate yes (laughs) yes that's fair i mean it's just like
1: hot dogs
0: (laughs) and chili so nothing nothing crazy yeah that's fair that's fair uh would you rather be NCAA champion or hold a world record?
1: I'm gonna have to say hold a world record because I feel like if you have that, then there's a good chance you are NCAA champion as well. You know, why not? That's, take-
0: <laughs> that's true. No, that's good logic. That's good logic. I don't think anyone has said that before. So that's 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 really really cool. Uh, in what events would you like to hold the world record in? <laughs>
1: I'd say, like, the 200 freestyle, just because, like, that has been, like, my most consistent race for, like, the last, what, like, 13 years of swimming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fair. It
1: was my first ever state cut and stuff, so. so that's fair. That's
0: uh, fair. Favorite flavor
1: of ice cream? Uh, so, I don't know how big this is everywhere else, but I know, it, again, there's this, like, Hudsonville brand of ice cream. And they make a Superman. And it's only their Superman that I like. Because it's like black, cherry, vanilla, and blue moon. And I don't, I cannot explain what blue moon is. It's just amazing. But like, that's my favorite ice cream. My family makes fun of me for it all the time. Because they're like, that is the most like five-year-old thing you can order. But I'm like, <laughs> Hey,
0: we all have our things. We all have our things. You know, you like Superman. My favorite French fries still is Smiley Fry. So, you know, we all.
1: Oh, gotta go for the Smiley Fries if they have them.
0: Of course, I agree. But you know, people are also like, "Oh, you're 5 I'm like, facing mm, <laughs> you. I don't know if you. That's awesome. Uh, what? Who is your favorite Marvel villain?
1: Villain?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, if we're going for Marvel Cinematic Universe, I have to say Eric Killmonger. Oh yeah. They like, just did an excellent job with making his character kind of like you could understand his logic and it was very much like a real world issue. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he just kind of had like, I don't know, like a bit of style. (laughs) Like he wasn't just kind of like, Oh, I'm an evil villain. Like he had, I don't know, a little bit of extra. I really enjoyed watching that movie and Michael B. Jordan's portrayal of him.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was, yeah. Michael B. Jordan absolutely crushed it. Yeah. I mean, it's an awesome backstory and they did a great job. I would agree. I would agree. Uh, favorite place to eat in Oxford?
1: Chipotle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. What's the, what's the I go all
1: that? the time with, like, my roommates and friends. Not all the time, but, like, it's definitely, like, where we will go if we're going out to eat real quick, so.
0: That's fair. That's fair. What's uh, what's the go-to order there? For
1: you? I get a steak burrito. Really quick, mm-hmm. but it's just, why well, mess with a classic?
0: Oh, yeah. You know, the old saying, if it ain't broke don't fix it and that's
1: exactly oh,
0: for sure for sure all right so the last question it's saturday saturday morning we're going to practice coach holly pulls out the whiteboard uh eight fifties or six ones
1: Ooh. well i mean it depends on how many rounds eight fifties it is because we can do anywhere from one to three
0: <laughs> that's true that's true i would let's, let's split the difference let's say two rounds eight fifties
1: two rounds Two rounds of 850s, I'd probably go with 850s. Because I feel okay. like the team also tends to be a little bit more okay with that. So you get a little bit better vibes. We can blast some music. And it's just over faster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's a fair point. No, that's awesome. Yeah. 850s is definitely by far the more team favorite as, as of late. So I'm.
1: It's a classic. You know, we've done it so many times. <laughs>
0: It is. It is. And as we just said about classics, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, Peyton, thank you for taking the time out of your weekend to join us. It's been awesome talking to you and uh, you know, good luck the rest of the way this season.
1: Thank you. It was You're nice welcome. to have me. <laughs>